The mortgage industry never stays still. With interest rates moving, companies changing, and regulation increasing, there's always another story. This is The Principle, where we break it down daily and take a deeper dive into the issues. I'm Christine Stewart, Editorial Director for the Mortgage News Network. Let's pay it down. But first, a word from our sponsors. This podcast is brought to you by PennyMac TPO, the lending partner with the products, people, and technology to serve your customers and help you grow your business in the best ways possible. It's why they say, at PennyMac, greatness lives here. PennyMac TPO is Division of PennyMac Loan Services, LLC, Equal Housing Lender. NMLS ID number 35953. Loans not available in New York. Licensed by the Department of Business Oversight under the California Residential Mortgage Lending Act. Conditions and restrictions may apply. With home sales dropping, originators have to find ways to bring in new customers. So how do you do that? Welcome to The Principal. I'm Katie Jensen, staff writer for the Mortgage News Network. Today, I'm joined by Tony Thompson, founder and CEO of NAMBA. Tony, thank you for joining us. Great. I'm excited to be here. Thank you. So you gave a presentation today, um, how to reach more multicultural borrowers. What were the main takeaways um, from your presentation? Well, first of all, I think it's important that brokers understand that the demographics of the borrowers that they're looking to really uh, do business with, or at least the opportunity to do business in a, a, a very large market will require that they approach those bars uh, differently than they've done pre the pandemic and, and certainly post pandemic in terms of uh, focusing on how to educate those bars about the opportunities in home ownership to build and establish trust first. Interesting. Interesting. So do you, uh, do specific borrowers, do you see trends in what types of loans that they gravitate to? Or is it really just take it as if it's any other borrower and give them all the options? Well, you know, as a, a mortgage professional, our goal and, and job should be to certainly help provide borrowers with as many options as possible and then use that uh, expertise that we have as that trusted advisor to position them to make the right and best decision, both short term and long term. And so what I always encourage brokers to do is to provide as much education to those uh, consumers as much as possible in terms of the various options so that they can make an informed decision. Mm -hmm. Interesting. And women and minorities in the industry, do you think that they have an advantage when it comes to connecting with other minority borrowers or underserved borrowers? You know, as I told everyone in, in, in today's session, um, one of the most important things for any mortgage broker to do as it relates to connecting with millennials and the multicultural community, irrespective of, of their race or ethnicity, is to just establish themselves as a trusted advisor. And if you can first establish yourself as a trusted advisor, most consumers, irrespective of your color, uh, would actually seek to do business with you. Interesting. So you don't have to have the same identity as the group that you're trying to reach out to. You can do so by just establishing trust. That is right. Correct. Interesting. Absolutely. So I imagine you don't immediately go into a sales pitch when you meet somebody. It's about building a relationship. So what is the best way to do that? How can you gain trust? So first and foremost, I you know, the new paradigm is not sell, 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 close, close, close. At least when you're talking about the millennial and the multicultural market, it really is educate, 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 and then close. Uh, and, and the education piece is paramount as it relates to 
helping them to understand the mortgage process, but more importantly, helping them to become aware of how owning a home can actually build wealth. And once they, uh, most millennials or uh, many uh, multicultural consumers understand the benefits of building and creating wealth, that's when they want to ask, how do I own a home? What's the next step? Mm -hmm. And when it comes to reaching out to millennial borrowers, um, how in touch did you think the crowd was today with what millennial borrowers want? So I know you usually toss out questions to the crowd, like, what do you use yeah. on social media? Do they seem up to date on everything? Or do you think they could use a little bit more educating on what people are getting into now? Well, it's that old uh, book that, that, that says men are from Mars and women are from Venus. Mm. Well, the majority of our uh, in mortgage brokers who are in the industry today grew up with Facebook and Twitter. Mm -hmm. However, the the majority of their consumers over the next five to 10 years will come from channels such as YouTube, Instagram and TikTok. And so what we try to do today is just help bars to uh, help brokers understand that the paradigm is shifting in regards to how and where and what they need to communicate to new bars of the future, because these bars of the future are on different channels and are used to being engaged and communicating differently than most brokers who are in business or have been in business for a long time communicate. Mm -hmm. So when you're posting on social media, whether it's videos or pictures, would you say relatability is not what people are looking for. They're looking for experts. So you don't really have to pander too much outside of your comfort zone. You're there to be a broker. You're there to educate. Would you say that's true? No, absolutely. And the broker has, you know, the, one of the great things about being a broker is they have the ability to showcase that they are the, the expert. I like to say the CEO of their market. Mm -hmm. And by doing business with them, uh, a customer can know that they're getting access to someone who has a local knowledge of the market, who has a proficiency in the industry, and then most importantly, who uh, understands what their needs are and can provide them with the various products um, that can fit those needs. Mm -hmm. And when it comes to when you actually start working with these underserved borrowers, let's say you cannot find someone alone right now that will work for them. What are some options then that a broker can say to this person? Would you say, oh, I recommend that you rent for two more years and come back or or provide them a different type of avenue? One of the things I always like to say, and certainly when I originated, was the phrase that you don't qualify at the moment. However, this is what we need to do in order to help you achieve your goals and your objectives. Mm -hmm. and, and most of the time when you position that phrase as you're not ready today, but that doesn't mean that you won't be ready tomorrow then the question behind that question is, what do I have to do? Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like letting them know you are still on your way. You're yes, just, correct. You just have a little we're bit longer a, of a journey. We're taking a, a different route. Right, exactly. And what type of broker or loan originator do you think is best suited to work with underserved borrowers? I imagine it's somebody who could be a little bit more creative and someone who thinks outside of the box. Well, certainly I would say uh, in today's environment, all brokers need to think about when you're serving and, and wanting to do business in the multicultural community. There are a couple of things that you have to to have. One, you, you got to be creative and, and understanding uh, every consumer has a different uh, need and or a challenge. But secondly, you also have to be patient and realize that um, 
you know, this is a great segment to serve, but there's also some education that needs to be involved, uh, depending on their experience or their family's experience with home ownership. Oftentimes what we've seen is in first generation um, home ownership, where you have families that are, are buying for the first time, there's a, a really a dependency on the mortgage broker to be uh, that individual along with the real estate professional that leads them through that process step by step. So mm -hmm. patience, uh, you know, and creativity uh, goes a long way with the the first time home buyer in the multicultural community. Mm -hmm. And I want to bring up Hispanic borrowers because that's one of the fastest growing yeah. demographics in America. So people should definitely be looking towards that and how they can alter their business to suit that demographic. So for somebody who, let's say, is older white male, maybe yeah. doesn't speak Spanish, um, doesn't have anybody working for him that speaks Spanish, how can he get started by trying to reach out to the this demographic. So really simple, Rosetta Stone. Uh, mm -hmm. And so not just joking. <laughs> I'm like, oh, <laughs> but, very but, simple. <laughs> but, but seriously, the first thing that you have to do, I myself live in Orlando, Florida. Orlando is one of the top Latino markets in the country. And I don't know a lot of Spanish, right? Uh, and so what I do is help loan officers and brokers understand that if you can't connect and engage to the market, you actually can look for people on your team that are people who you can bring to be a part of your team that can help you communicate, engage and build trust. If for some reason uh, there's not an opportunity to bring someone on your, on your team, then can you identify what we call community ambassadors or centers of influence, meaning individuals who are in the Latino community that are thought of, that have a great uh, a followership, uh, there is a trusted uh, source for those communities and approach them and, and share with them your desire to help increase home ownership. And they can become that ambassador for you to help uh, connect and engage that, that segment of ours to your particular business. Mm -hmm. I've heard that once you start working um, with a, a community that your business t tends to grow tenfold because they reach out to their family members, their friends who kind of refer you. Are there other cultures that work like that as well? Katie, I would say pretty much every culture works in such a way where, as the old saying and adage goes, birds of a feather flock together. Mm. And so if a broker does a great job with any and every consumer that he or she provides their services to, nine times out of 10, those individuals will share that experience, that positive experience with their network. Mm -hmm. uh, hence, equaling more referrals from similar like-minded individuals. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Tony, for giving us the rundown on your presentation today. It was great. Great. Thanks for having me. Always a pleasure. Great. Thank you. This podcast was brought to you by PennyMac TPO. Visit tpo.pennymac.com to learn more about becoming a partner and starting your journey to greatness. Here are your headlines for today, August 24th. Pending home sales fell 1% in July, which was the eighth drop in nine months. That's according to the National Association of Realtors. This may be a sign that the housing market is beginning to hit the bottom. The NBA reported that mortgage applications fell for the second straight week, remaining at a 22-year low. Refinancing applications also continued to fall this week, dropping 83% over the year. In other news, mortgage delinquencies are creeping back up. Black Knight reported that the national mortgage delinquency rate increased nearly 2% in July. That's just above the record low set in May. 
And finally, the FHFA announced yesterday its intent to create a federal advisory committee. The committee will focus on affordable, equitable, and sustainable housing. This has been The Principal, a Mortgage News Network podcast. All podcasts are produced by T.G. Cotamperor, Matthew Mullins, and Sarah Woolock. Mike Savino is head of multimedia, and Christine Stewart is editorial director. The opening theme was Status by Jamie Bathgate, and the music you hear now is Glossy by Skygates. You can find episodes of The Principal at www.mortgagenewsnetwork.com, or you can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to rate and review so that others can find us. Thanks for listening.